If you want to get a job in industry, you need to have an effective online networking strategy. Don't just click that connect button on LinkedIn over and over again. You have to strategize, and a good strategy starts with identifying the companies that you want to work for. To do this, avoid basic web searches, okay? Looking up keywords like top or best, it's just going to find the same 10 biggest companies that you already know and that everyone else already knows too. To find more target companies, start using long tail keywords. For example, search mid-size biotechs in Boston, okay? Or user experience companies in London. This way you'll find hundreds and likely thousands of strong, fast-growing companies that you've never heard of, but who are looking to hire candidates just like you and have plenty of cash flow to spend on them. Once you have your target list of companies, start networking with people at those companies. But, and this is important, make sure you follow these six tips while networking. Okay, first and foremost, be professional. Every connection request, every reply that you make, you should carry yourself like a professional. Tailor your language to industry and show that you respect the person's time. That means that if you haven't heard from someone, reach out every week or two. Okay, constantly spamming your contact is a great way to burn bridges, so make your messages specific, okay, and at least wait a few days to reach out again. Second, reach out to the right people. If you're looking for a research associate position at a company, you shouldn't just reach out to the CEO or COO at a company, right? These people are by far the most busiest at the company. They're probably on LinkedIn once every two to three months. Instead, focus on connecting with people that hold the job title that you want or coworkers of the people in that role. Third, tap into your existing network. It's much easier to rekindle an old connection than it is to create a new one from scratch. You may not think that your old friend from grad school that works in a completely different field will be of any use, but you already have trust built into that relationship and they likely have hundreds of shared connections with you. If they can't help you, they might know someone who can. Just start connecting and see where it leads. Also, try to avoid a strategy that relies just on cold contacting. Instead, find a cold contact's first and second degree connections to see if you have any shared connections in place already. For instance, if you have a second degree connection with the person, ask your shared connection for an introduction. You can also make your contact's life easier by providing a script for them to modify as they please. Okay, also when reaching out, ensure you add value first. AVF, add value. This doesn't mean having anything of material value to offer. Just showing your appreciation is enough. Look at their profile. Did they recently get promoted? If so, congratulate them. These seemingly small things make a world of difference. And now finally, start getting your timing right, especially when it comes to asking for an informational interview or a referral. You don't want to bring up a referral too early in the conversation but you also don't want to wait until after the conversation has gone stale. All right, so once you've exchanged a few friendly messages back and forth, see if they're, opening, uh, they're open to answering questions about their career. If they are, this right here is the best moment to ask for an informational interview. And instead of using the, word, the words informational interview, which is too didactic, too formal, present it as a quick call to ask a few questions about their job. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. As always, remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.